Hi, Joby. Uh, welcome to our knowledge series session. Meet the founder. Super glad to have you here. Uh, maybe if, thank you. Know, you. Thank you, Jibin. Absolutely. Uh, maybe you know before we start, if you can give us a quick brief intro about yourself, uh, that'd be great. Right. Yan Joby Jibin Parnewal and the pair. I'm the founder of Freshers World. It's been a long journey. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, Freshers World started around uh, 2006, and then further, uh, I've run it uh, for around 12 years right now. And we uh, 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 so make it to make it very short. Uh, we have run it for 12 years, and then currently had an exit, and then uh, it's been acquired, and we had a three-year uh, time period uh, to continue there, and then further, uh, I'm. I've moved out from uh, Freshers World, and then currently I'm doing some angel investing as well as uh, looking for my next venture. So I'm I'm getting my tools sharpened. I'm learning something. I'm meeting a lot of founders, a lot of startups, and uh, probably in the next couple of months I'll I'll come out with uh, some new product, which uh, some prototypes or theories are already being done right now. That's very good. Awesome. So I think you almost covered all the questions that I have. I will go deeper into that. But, uh, you know, maybe yeah. if we go back a little bit and, you know, about your starting journey in 2006, uh, you know, you had a brief stint uh, in Wipro and soon after you started, you know, uh, on your own. How has that journey been and where, where did that all started? Right. So I... Uh... After doing my engineering from Kerala, I, I moved to Bangalore looking for a job and that was in early 2000. And that is when I came across the problem of job search for a fresher and pre-level guys. Uh, the typical vicious circle that anybody comes across, uh, if you don't have experience, you will not get a job. And then if you don't get a job, you cannot gain your experience. So uh, that's a problem. So you should be lucky enough or you should have a lot of um, help and support and tools around you. Uh, to get your job unless you are lucky enough happy enough to get it through a campus recruitment so i was i was not that fortunate to get the campus recruitment so i had to go to bangalore uh, spend around eight to ten years to you know uh, search and find the jobs and get trained and things like that so that is where i, I learned the toughness of uh, finding a job for a fresher and that was within me and then after that, I got into uh, Wipro. Initially, I got into CGI, another company, another okay. services company. Okay. Then I worked with Wipro. And during this time, the challenges which I've come across, of course, I've, I've thought about uh, creating a platform for helping these people or you know, giving, creating a lot of resources, tools, content to help uh, freshers find their job. And that is where the concept of freshers will came in. And initially, it was built as a blog or a content site and uh, i was maintaining it uh, offline or even when i was working i used to maintain this blog or a website and it was in 2006 that i decided i'll quit my regular job take it as a uh, as a as a full time and then still run it so that was that was a thought for starting fresh as well and during those times there were no content for uh, freshers or um, uh, resources for uh, searching jobs or resources for interview tips and resources for you know how to uh, uh, prepare your resume and things like that so right. contents uh, online were not available so much so 
then suddenly it, it caught the attention of all the freshers across india and then then we grew and we started getting craft you know who was your first hire and which position uh, was that person hired for or first couple of right. for that matter correct so what happened is you know from 2006 when i quit my job um, initially it's tough to hire so we hired a lot of freelancers or interns or a freshers around me to help me because anyway they were looking for job and then they can also learn with me so i had a couple of uh, interns around me and then uh, started building the website mostly it was content aggregation and the technology to support the website right. um uh, till i think next 2 3 years it went like that and it was in 2009 10 that uh, the necessity for building a core team around uh, uh, me or with freshers was and building all divisions of the company like the sales team marketing team content team uh, no technology to all well, specifically building each team and driving it forward it all came in 2009 and 10 and that is when we started building a team which was could be roughly around 20 people and then we we in a span of one or two years we had most of the team and then i can say by that time it was a professional company with team in place and structure in place and revenues coming in and then by that time we started helping companies in terms of getting their recruitments done so whenever companies wants to hire freshers or hire from campuses we used to support them and we used to extend our services so that is where we started uh, getting some revenue from the corporates so uh, great uh, one of the other questions that i had i know that uh, freshers world uh, was a bootstrap company throughout right Uh, yeah yeah what what uh, so what was the decision behind that you you really wanted to run it that way uh, or or did you thought about fundraising at some point in time what was the what was the uh, you know uh, decision behind running full time bootstrap uh, growing your company what was your thesis behind that correct so in in, in our case we were lucky you know in fact uh, as i said Uh, from 2006 when we started we used to have huge traffic because we've been only the number only the portal available for freshers and there were plenty of freshers in the market i'm saying the number of graduates who pass out in india are growing every day and there were plenty of them looking for jobs or resources or content so we used to have huge traffic and hence we used to get a lot of advertisement revenue from that time okay in fact that's been good enough for us to sustain i'm saying sustain and more with respect to our team officers other challenges technology and kind of stuff so then uh, i would say we were always profitable or at least on a break even mode and we never needed too much of money for ourselves because we were you know sustaining with our own revenue which is coming in in terms of ad revenue right. and later when we started catering to corporates of course we started getting other revenue streams in terms of corporates paying us and things like that right so i would say throughout our uh, startup journey we were making enough money for us to sustain um, uh, and cash or the uh, you know the, the burnout was not a problem for us at any of the time of course for any startup um, uh, raising fund is a good idea right. uh, provided we have some bigger scaling plans or plans to scale and things are in place and you find a bigger opportunity and then if you need to have cash to you know scale your company then you have to raise your fund but in our case since we were very specific to the entry level hiring and fresher segment um we didn't have a we didn't we didn't see a very big scaling opportunity and hence the funding and too much of cash was not necessary so then fortunately we could scale through the money that we used to make every month and then we were you know we were comfortable right 
Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, coming to that growth journey, one of the aspects that I wanted to pick up is that your YouTube channel, uh, we have a small segment towards the end that has a picture of it, but, uh, you know, want, wanted to quickly pick your brain on that. You have about more than 1 million subscribers there, uh, received the golden. Right. And, and in fact, we had a conversation offline about this as well. So uh, how has, you know, that impacted uh, you know, the content creation in video impacted the business and also, uh, you know, getting to that million plus subscribers also helped you and the journey also. Correct. So I think, yeah, I think um, with Freshers World, we have, we have scaled through the journey of evolution of uh, internet content consumption, I would say, okay. because we have, we have started with a website when websites were getting popular and uh, initially in the website, we had at some point our discussion forum was popular. Right. And uh, later part, our content on the website uh, were popular. There are different times when, you know, today I don't think any discussion forums or people are interested to go into a discussion forum. Right. And I would say from maybe 2012, 13, uh, people uh, started liking content in video shape than in a website shape. Right. So especially the content for, let's say, interview tapes, uh, resume preparation, uh, aptitude preparation and kind of stuff. We used to have a lot of content on the site and uh, you know, during those times we used to have huge traffic, but later we figured out people are liking content in the video format or right. people want to, people love to listen than reading. So right. that is where we thought about our YouTube channel and it was in 2015 end, I would say it was in 2016 beginning that we launched our YouTube channel right. and uh, then we started moving our content, which is, you know, all these preparation tapes and helps and career information and things like that uh, into the YouTube channel. And then we started presenting uh, each of uh, the content. I think we have touched around um, 1,100 or 1,200 videos. And we initially focused on videos, of, you know, getting videos of three to five minutes rather than, you know, having a long video short and where people will get bored visiting them. So, Starting from 2016, uh, I'm saying, um, uh, uh, we used to get a lot of search on the YouTube. And uh, uh, the ideal fact is today, uh, YouTube is the second biggest search engine apart from Google. Right. And uh, today, if you have any content, you know, anything to search, people go to YouTube and search. I'm saying if you have an interview tomorrow, you will search there rather than go to website and read through and then not try to get info. In fact, uh, absolutely, I did the same. Right, correct. So we were at the right time in during 2015-16 to start this uh, channel and start putting in content. Though I was not personally there as a presenter because I'm not good at it. I didn't want to present. And by that time, we had a good team. So we had set up a small YouTube uh, team. I would say uh, probably one full-time employee within the company. And then uh, content was outsourced to content writers. Uh, presenting was done by anchors and then uh, in Bangalore, our office was just near to the NIST college. Right. So we were lucky to get enough anchors because they would love to present. And uh, so, so, so we, in my point is, we didn't spend too much. We, we didn't, uh, it, it is not a costly affair to set up a YouTube channel at that time because it was just one resource was handling it in my company and all other things were getting outsourced or getting it done from other people outside. And we used to have a recording studio within our office in 2016 right. with the green screen and things like that. <laughs> and then, then it started and we started putting in. And um, I think in 2018, we, we got the silver button 
which was crossing okay. 1 lakh subscribers okay. and exactly within a year's time which is 2019 uh, february we got our gold button where we crossed 1 million subscribers and okay. i would think um, today we have lot of gold uh, button subs, uh, youtube channel in in malayalam or in kerala okay. as well but i think uh, looking from a kerala company i don't think the even some of the popular uh, malayalam channels got uh, golden button after we got it we picked it up in uh, february 2019 so that is a good initiative and then it, it caught up and today i think we crossed around 1.5 million subscribers and it's growing ever awesome yeah. great uh, so uh, we talked a little bit about the growth journey now coming to the exit part of it um uh how did that happen what was the connection there you know how did you uh, met with the team at team lease how did that uh, you know exit happened uh, when was the first touch point how long did it take and what was the conversation around it correct i think uh, um, rather than putting it as a story i think since uh, this is more focus for entrepreneurs and startup guys who are running their show uh i would want to take it up more academically stating you know what was the need and how did we go and how should others do it i i i don't know whether this will be a typical uh, path for anybody because i did it uh, from my own thought process and i did something and then you know picked it up so okay. in our case what uh, we did is um, uh, of course of course the thought process was initially uh, as i mentioned um, uh later part in 2015 16 uh, our uh, company growth was mostly like 20% 20 25% or 30% right and being a startup uh, i don't think anybody will appreciate it i think for bigger structured companies 20% to 30% growth year on year is a great thing right but for startups you would always want to uh, grow 100% 200% year on year otherwise you are not doing great and uh, as as founders will not be happy driving it with full energy further uh, so uh, we were in a very niche segment uh, the fresher segment was only so much and then the monetization was limited which we all know i'm saying in india uh, the fresher candidates can never spend money as well as companies wanting to hire freshers they will say why will i pay for freshers because i can go to campus recruitment and then pick them easily or otherwise also people are plenty available so hence uh, the monetization is limited and the market was smaller so i started thinking about now we need to diversify because i think at that time we were doing around 8 crore to 9 crore of revenue we were profitable we were all uh, comfortable within the any challenge but the question was where is the bigger picture how do we scale because if we keep growing 20% it's not good enough very well we i started exploring the nearby segments uh, it could be a learning segment it could be uh, uh, recruitment uh, for experienced people or higher uh, uh, segment right. or into other verticals of uh, you know uh, education and career and career counseling and things like that right. so when we explore multiple stuff we you know my my thinking was uh, that's a different business altogether so if i am to get into learning segment or career a counseling segment or something else which is again i'll have to start from zero and then do further of course it is a uh, it is an aligned uh, business for my uh, company which we are currently doing but still so that is where we thought if 
there are some takers for our company or if we can do some strategic partnership or acquisition in terms of uh, strategy also if this fresher hiring is helping another bigger business as a strategic input for them Correct. so then the value of this company or the value that we extend for the uh, either the user base to get uh, further jobs and take them to different careers and all that could be different Right. Or even for company to that bigger company to scale, it will be a bigger benefit. So that is where it started. So I uh, initially I uh, scouted for some investment bankers to figure out what is our value or is there any takers? What are the interested players? And uh, uh, try to right. uh, find a match for us. I'm saying. So uh, we have um, engaged an investment banker, and typically they will work on a retainer basis so we'll have to pay them an x amount to start working with you and then uh, there will be a percentage or the success uh, percentage that you'll have to agree on the engagement and start on so we started with it uh, in fact i think uh, in 2016 we paid around uh, six lakh to eight lakh rupees to keep them on a retainer model for six months and they will work for you for six months they'll create all your case studies, all your um, uh, uh, presentations, and they will go meet and connect various companies and come to you uh, or connect them with you for discussion. So in the six months time, we had met a lot of them. I, I would say most of the strategic companies uh, in India, um, we, have, we had talked with them and then um, uh, uh, somehow uh, nothing materialized during that time. Okay. And then after six months period, even the uh, investment banker came to know things are going to uh, not going to happen. So, you know, they've also moved out. And then we again started further running into, I'm saying, uh, you know, running the startup further is always in the agenda. So we been keep right. doing it. Of course, we were uh, doing a good job. We were growing. And further, uh, I think after one year again in 2017, again i i thought of connecting with people i thought this time i'll not go through an investment banker i'll do it myself right and then i started preparing a list of all the strategic uh, all the companies who could be a strategic fit for freshers world either in terms of strategically connecting them and growing big along with them or right. to find a you know exit opportunity and uh, growing them in that way i i, I started connecting with a lot of them i'm saying the typical way connecting with them Same. on linkedin uh, giving them a uh, you know a quick note and asking for a meeting and then uh, uh, during meeting understanding if there is something that we can strategically do and take it forward Same. so in, in so i've been doing with multiple players so a lot of discussions are happening and uh, one day uh, i incidentally pinged the same way the founder of cuker um, Okay. And that was a time when Cuca was acquiring a lot of companies, you know, like Common Floor and a lot of them they were acquiring in that time. So uh, uh, then suddenly the founder of Cuca asked me, uh, can we meet right now? I'm saying in an hour's time where uh, we were at both the part of Bangalore. I'm saying I, I was uh, at the southern part of Bangalore and then Cuca was at the northern <laughs> part of Bangalore at Manager Tech Park. And he right. asked me, can we meet at 2.30 where I think the time was around 1.45 or so. Uh, anyway, I couldn't uh, think twice. I've taken a uh, cab immediately and then started off. I think I've been lucky enough to reach there in, during that time. And then I met with them. And then uh, 
then we had a match i'm saying you uh, know was very much interested in acquiring uh, we had after that we had one or two round of discussions again with the management a uh, lot of things were discussed and uh, we uh, even discussed the valuation i'm saying uh, without an investment banker without a third party we were you know discussing this face to face that that's what i'm coming to now um, when it came to that level uh, in fact cuker was very happy uh, uh, to give us an offer with a very good valuation but uh, the catch was they said we can give you uh, we left to do a uh, uh, stake share uh, and then uh, with very little cash involved in it that was that was the deal there that is when i i started thinking like no things are complicated and then uh, these are things which we cannot negotiate yourself and you will need some expert advice then again i went back to another uh, investment banker and then the same process again i uh, engaged investment banker with uh, uh, their formalities and then i put investment banker in front of me and the told cuker like see from here on this right. investment banker will speak with you for freshers world and then that's it okay so then uh, the investment banker started talking to uh, the company and then uh, meanwhile that's the job of the investment banker they've also started uh, taking your profile or uh, investment memorandum to other companies around and other contacts that they have right and uh, they pinged our uh, the, uh, memorandum or in- information to various other players and we started meeting other uh, companies as well Right. in fact we met a couple of uh, other companies and uh, uh, so including linkedin so linkedin also we had a discussion or a couple of discussions and they were very much interested uh, but somehow at the last moment things didn't work out and uh, that is when we came across uh, team lease and uh, team lease was acquiring a couple of companies uh, or they had acquired two three companies at that time they were completing the formalities and then we started talking with them okay right so uh, yeah so for us it took uh, uh, around nine months to complete it we had different levels of discussion we had um, uh, a lot of demos to do a lot of um, um, different exercise to do uh, with them and a lot of meetings were done with the investment banker with the company and a lot of the meetings they were done with all of us together and then finally uh, uh, it, it, it came into a shape and the company who was acquiring us wanted us to be with them for next three years, run the company further and uh, of course grow the company further and then uh, after three years of course uh, the, the 100% of the equity will be uh, absorbed and then uh, final exit will happen. So it was a it was a three-year uh, staggered acquisition with uh, turnout options because uh, they had committed a fixed variable, right. uh, minimum uh, variable, and based on the three years performance uh, that we do, uh, right. then the turnout uh, uh, pay will be based on that. So that is the dream that we had. Awesome, and I uh, assume that the the three years period has ended now and uh, come to completion now. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, our, uh, in fact, uh, being a, a startup 
founders or the or entrepreneurs be uh, it is very tough for us to work in uh, companies for right. such a long time right so after working for two years of course uh, when we were part of team lease uh, we i was not only uh, working for freshers but of course we were running freshers also we were involved in a lot of other tech development and strategically building a lot of platforms for the company to be used within and uh, hence we were involved the fact is we were involved in uh, uh, in overall team lease business as well and uh, further uh, after two years uh, i had asked for an early release for uh, uh, my uh, work commitment and in fact they they agreed to it okay. so i i got uh, uh, exited out of my work commitment after two years but still my transaction was to complete in three years and uh, that was completed in this march so uh, now freshers world is a fully uh, owned company of team lease and then further and to Awesome. Meanwhile, yeah. Sorry, which brings to my next question: What are you up to now? Uh, up to now, yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, as we discussed from beginning, it, it's been a long journey. It took a lot of time, right. and uh, the fact of my or why I wanted to exit Precious World was to take a break and then start fresh. So, last one year old, uh, I was on a break. I'm saying I was doing nothing but. Of course, every day, you know, I was busy. <laughs> right. So um, uh, I used to meet a lot of startups, a lot of founders. I used to uh, the, explore the market. I used to uh, the, evaluate a lot of products, read about products, and um, uh, of course, uh, meanwhile, I, I I was invest. I I I I I while meeting a lot of startups, wherever it, you you find it interesting, you can. Also look at angel investing into those companies or you know helping them in different means. So one of the companies that I came across was Nature Rock, which was selling uh, these natural or locally uh, produced products uh, to be sold on e-commerce platform across India. And they were doing good. They've started uh, from Cochin, and then they were selling all the local products like uh, uh, honey. Uh, uh, then. Uh, Nadan uh, products like Kodambuli, then Nadan uh, cast iron, dosha pill, dosha nava, and then Namade Kuva Pudi, and whatever, what not. All right. the local items that we get locally, but the people may not get it in cities like Bangalore, Chennai, Mumbai. Uh, so we, they were preparing all these products and selling on the platform, and then they were doing great. I'm saying, I think uh, they were doing a growth plus uh, you know, sales in a year. and they, then currently I'm entering and helping that company and uh, I think uh, that's got a huge potential uh, group. so there is one area where I invested my time and effort in the last one year okay. second I have uh, with a couple of other partners I've also started uh, or been a part of or been a founder for a manufacturing company called Pulova Gold Chain right. which is into transport refrigeration manufacturing which is the right. reefer units and the cold chain which you see uh, moving you know on right. highways every day right. so uh, we are in the marathon uh, that's my not my industry so i'm uh, i'm clear about it in fact right. i've joined the company because uh, there were five or six of uh, my friends who have jo- you know been run been a part of that company as a director so and uh, i'm sure 
maybe be good at execution and operations of the company and then uh, mostly as a passive investor there so that Got is where it. sorry uh, you have briefly brushed upon this as well about startup investments uh, what type of companies are you looking to invest in uh, it's my first question and the second one is uh, if you are able to help some of our founders you know or guide them you know what will you be looking at in them right see uh, see for me being a uh, uh, entrepreneur throughout and then uh, having done a company and then exited and then uh, currently looking out uh, to start something all over again uh, for me i believe like i am saying i'm not really seriously into investing i think uh, that is something like a uh, uh, something that should be done at the retirement age when you done with everything and then you don't have too much time and effort on things to do and then you will do that so i'm i'm not a serious or a full time investor right now i believe like um, uh, there is uh, time left for me to uh, do uh, no another venture uh, or one or two or three ventures or be a part of a couple of ventures so that is that you know elon pulova i said i'll be a part of it but i may not be actively there and similarly i can be a part of no other ventures and then maybe uh, primarily i can run one company further and so rather than being a uh, uh, you know serious full time investor uh, i'll i have to continue to be a, a entrepreneur further so i am looking out for my next uh, opportunity next venture which uh, could be in some products so, so doing a um, uh, lot of market study lot of market understanding and then uh, probably will come out with some products and if it, uh, if we are able to do a bigger scale bigger market for that we'll do that meanwhile if um, there are some companies which i find interesting and uh, could be in, in any segment where i can contribute i right. can be either um, uh, be a part of it or rather than just investing i can also help that company grow i would love uh, to do and i i i meant that industry and segment which i understand so i understand online space better i understand internet i understand hr space i understand recruitment space and probably uh, anything in that segment so that is what i understand better other uh, segment i do not understand very much okay. and uh, yeah so that's it awesome so, so meanwhile i'm saying during this time i'll also getting ready or uh, exploring the market so meanwhile i was uh, just to understand the silicon valley and the funding uh, right. and uh, uh, ecosystem and uh, area so i think uh, uh, so after uh, getting out of uh, my work contract from english i have uh, joined an accelerator program in silicon valley and it was a course come accelerator program for one month and a half uh in silicon valley and then uh, i was doing that as well so it is more about uh, exploring uh, the, the that ecosystem and uh, learning a lot of stuff meeting a lot of uh, founders a lot of companies in silicon valley and then um, understanding how they work or how uh, bigger companies of bigger scale are being built out of silicon valley so i've spent uh, one month and a half month there uh, doing a course there as well so Uh, there is also one uh, great thing that i could uh, achieve after, during my break okay. and uh, enjoy as well as the, i i enjoyed learning about stuff 
Awesome. So before we go to our next segment, I have uh, two questions, quick questions. One is, uh, is there any company that you wish you co-founded? Co-founded? Yeah. Right. Uh, Ola is one company I'm saying, I, I don't know the founders, I'm not personally connected, but uh, being a disruption at that moment, uh, I'm saying all along, but uh, uh, that was a great disruption that I found uh, that probably nobody thought about it before and it made lives of everybody easier much uh, in a much bigger way. So I, I wished to uh, be a part of Ola uh, okay. in the initial time great. to start that. And the second question is, uh, which is your favorite book? Um, I, I am not fan of uh, books much. I don't I don't read too many books, uh, but uh, Rich Dad and Poor Dad is something which I've read, but um, uh, I, and I like. But um, I don't know. Since I don't read too many of books, and then I may not be good at uh, recommending books. Awesome. Uh, so with that, we go to our next segment, which is called the photo walk, where we have a couple of uh, photos of yours from your journey. Maybe you can you know quickly go through that memory and uh, let us know what that signifies is or you know was an inflection point in your journey. That would be great. I'll just quickly move on. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And here is our first image. Yeah, so this was our office. I mean. Um, today HSR layout in Bangalore, I think it's a hub for startups today. If you check any startup, mostly they'll be out, uh, okay. working out of HSR. Okay. But uh, we came to HSR, uh, we took our first commercial office uh, after working out of two BHKs and three BHKs in, uh, in Bangalore. So this was our first commercial office and we took it in 2010. And I would, I don't know, I hope uh, we could have been one of the earliest startup in HSR to come up. Uh, it's a, such an office and today you'll see plenty of such companies and such offices and all the startups are based on it. Awesome. So this is our second photo, which you already yeah, spoke so about. About this I've talked uh, a lot. Uh, so this happened in 2019 when we got a gold button and we all celebrated. Okay. And uh, I think uh, with each and every one in our company, we took uh, similar photos, you know, yeah. holding uh, the button and being a part of that celebration. And this was one of them. Yeah. Awesome. I like uh, this is one photo which I like the most. Right. And this is the third third picture. Right. Again, as I said, um, uh, I have talked about how we went there, what how it happened, and things like that. And this uh, this was signed up in uh, May 2017. And uh, of course, I, I know. Personally, for me, looking at uh, signing up a, in a, such an agreement for three years and looking forward, oh, how will it happen? Or oh, next three years, can I still consider it as an exit? Or am I still uh, being a part of it for longer term? So all that feelings came at that time. Right. But everything went off very quickly. Three years was very short time. And then today we are sitting where it, it's all Absolutely. completed. And then uh, I, I'm moving to my next thing. To next year. Awesome. And this is our fourth picture right so I, I i said during these years probably two two and a half years i uh, I, 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 I know along with running pressures we've been working for team so 
we've been Jimmy uh, is my speaker company. It's a listed company. It's a public uh, listed company, and then uh, we've been working with them as well. Uh, so um, this is uh, the set of uh, given by Jimmy's and their office. All my colleagues, all my uh, management team at Jimmy's, they were uh, they were great. I'm saying working with them and. Uh, Working with such such a big company at the management right. level, the great experience. So awesome. this was the set of thing that there. Okay, and this is the fifth picture. So I said, yeah. So uh, one of the good things that I've done during my break is to uh, be at Silicon Valley and be a part of a course for uh, to learn mostly right. about learning and meeting companies. And this is, I think, a um, couple of days our classes uh, or the our program was based on a 500 startups office, and uh, this photo is taken. Awesome. And this is our last picture, which is something that you're involved with. So I thought I'll put it here. Right. So uh, COVID flash, that side is still up. I'm running today. Uh, see, uh, 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 instantly after the lockdown started, I think from March and uh, uh, we were very curious to understand what's happening in Italy, what's happening in Spain and how is it growing and what's happening in India, what's happening in different states. Right. And there were a lot of information on the net, just like, you know, as I said, how I started Freshers School. Right. There were a lot of information, there, so there were a lot of uh, websites which used to give uh, traffic and data and uh, for multiple com countries. Uh, so I thought of having one platform where you can check everything together, just the information and then the growth and traffic, you know, uh, the growth and the track uh, record. And my idea was uh, if you can have one platform where every country, every information with India specific information is available, then people can always check what's happening, what's the growth rate, and then I was also looking at a lot of analytical opportunities there. When, if you can look at uh, the growth during lockdown and growth maybe beyond lockdown, and then take this graph and extrapolate and see if lockdown is taken off, then where can this data take for various countries? And we have a lot of data from countries where COVID uh, uh, infected earlier, and then India is at the second level or slightly later. And so I thought there are a lot of things that we can do with data. So that is where I started this covidflash.co and the idea was more like creating, giving the live data every day. So I thought about COVID live as a website initially and that was not available. Then I just thought about okay, having right. it, making it as a flash news website. So we created awesome. it and then we had huge traffic, a lot of people following the site. And when I checked the analytics, I can still see a lot of people from China, a lot of people from Brazil following the site because we, and uh, of course, it was only the front end and the dashboard showing the data, you know, the, the, uh, uh, presenting the data that we prepared. Uh, all the backend data is connected with Wikipedia and Worldometer uh, and other websites where uh, uh, automatically it is accessing the APIs of rolling the data on a real time and refreshing it every half an hour. So, uh, since we have done it in April and then uh, it's automated and left, and today we don't do anything on it and showing data and then. Uh, helping a lot of uh, people check their site. Uh, Got it. Yes, It's only awesome. for data and then. Sure. Uh, so with that, we come to the end of that segment and move on quickly. Move on to our final segment, which is a 
rapid fire segment uh we have few Another questions day. for you there's nothing serious a <laughs> uh, few questions maybe you know you can take 5 10 seconds to answer a few questions that's it so the first question is describe pressures world in two words ha just in time i'll say okay we were there when it mattered and then later probably when today if you look at there are plenty of information available on the on the net and right. then we were there just in time okay the second question is uh, what product would you refuse to promote uh there's nothing any any anything genuine anything legal i would love okay. to promote but anything illegal uh, anything against the law of the land probably i wouldn't want to touch it so i'm a great fan of running everything legally uh, uh, everything properly and then uh, that's it uh if you were to start over again uh, what would you do differently from your previous venture which you are i'm sure you'll be doing it in or in the in the works of it so what would you do differently correct if i'm looking to start something new uh, definitely i will uh, look to pick up an industrial segment uh, or a or a product uh, uh, where the market is big it is scalable and uh, second uh, if there's an opportunity to raise funds and grow it much bigger and uh, uh, um, um, faster then i'll do that okay because for freshers will it took uh, so many years i'm saying 13 14 years to run that right. you don't need that probably uh, money is available lot today and then raise investment and scale faster as long sure. as uh, the market is bigger sure uh what's the best piece of advice you have received yeah so uh, being a single uh, sole founder um, i used to have uh, two mentors or advisors for the company who were uh, uh, advisors in the real sense in, in fact they used to be in the company every week we used to have a weekly meeting and they used to help uh, advise in you know every aspect Uh, that they uh, you know every aspect of running the company and one of the major uh, or one of the best piece of advice that i received as i mentioned slightly ago is like um, run the company in all legal aspects right, right? so um, follow all the legal norms of the land wherever you are doing it uh, because it will help the company in uh, you know in future the coming times and for our company since we have done everything uh, Uh, perfectly you know and we followed all the compliances that we wanted to and hence i think that is also one of the important piece that helped us uh, during our uh, exit uh, with the company because the due diligence is very tougher and then uh, the company which acquired us was a public limited company and then they had a lot of compliances to complete and then it was very easy for us to do and i think that is one of the important thing that made us or helped us uh, get the, getting this done as well so that is the best piece of advice that or that is where mentor uh, advisors help me uh, okay great uh coffee or tea i take tea okay <laughs> great uh, so with that we come to the end of that segment as well jobi it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and thanks a lot for spending time with us you know 
walking us through your exit journey, uh, which we don't hear a lot. So th thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for spending your time. Absolutely amazing speaking with you. Thanks a lot. Sure. All right. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And I think uh, uh, this will help a lot of uh, upcoming entrepreneurs, uh, uh, especially from Kerala our community, uh, startups. And uh, I, I, I know if uh, this helps because exits and uh, scaling up and the funding are always um, the pleasures of or, or the news that entrepreneurs love to hear every, every time. And being an uh, entrepreneur myself, I used to read through a uh, lot of such stories uh, uh, just because to get motivated. Right. right. Absolutely. So if uh, this also helps or motivates uh, any entrepreneurs out there, the, uh, out there in Kerala, the, our community, then I'm uh, much happy about it. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the time. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much.